Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Without any further ado, I want to get right to our big name guest because that makes me look good. It makes the show look good. He's got 17 million books in print. Best-selling author, broadcaster, BillOReilly.com. Current book, current bestseller, Killing the SS, The Hunt for the Worst War Criminals in History. We talked with Bill O'Reilly about this when uh, the book came out, and he's back on our show. Mr. O'Reilly, good afternoon. Hey, Scott. Thanks for having me in. Good to back, have you back on. The uh, The book is terrific. Finally got around to, to going through it. and, and uh, it, I, I, the, the entire Killing series is, is one of the best nonfiction series that I've had the, the opportunity to read. You know, we're in a position whereby the eight books, the eight killing books, are now the best-selling nonfiction book series of all time, um, which is staggering when you think about it. Uh, killing the SS, uh, three weeks, number one on the New York Times list. I'm sure that thrilled them. So number two now behind Michelle. Um, you know, she's got a, a nice promotional machine going for her. Right, yeah. And uh, we're proud of the book. Um, everybody who's read it gets affected by it. It's about hunting down evil and holding uh, horrible killers accountable for what they did. Do you have time to read as much as you're doing and as much as you're writing? Do you ever have time to sit down and read? And if if so, what do you I read? Time. I make time. You know, because uh, the publishing industry is in trouble in America. If you look at the top 100 Amazon uh, books, I think we're number 40 in there. There are only 10 books on the top 100 list. The rest of them are the number two book in America right now is the Wonky Donkey. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> All right, the Wonky Donkey. It's a kids book, <laughs> right? All right. So, among kids books, diet books, and cooking books, and I figured it out. The uh, publishers put out cooking books, and then they put out diet books because you get fat on the cooking books. <laughs> that that so kind of makes sense. Out of the Amazon 100, if anybody wants to go and look, maybe 10, 12 books, real books. And I try to read as much as I can, um, particularly authors that I believe are honest and um, will teach me something. But it's a dying, dying business. I mean, people are on the machines all day long. I wrote about it today on BillOReilly.com. Internet addiction is changing everything in America. And, and, and that's so true. The problem I've got, and I love to read, but in this job I have to read so much news or watch so much news to, to stay informed and try to – uh, you know, pull off a three-hour show every day that that uh, right. that I don't have the chance to read for personal enjoyment anymore. Well, I, I make time before I go to sleep uh, at night. I usually carve out about forty-five minutes to read. But you're right. I mean, uh, those of us in uh, in the news business, we have to basically stay on top. I don't really watch a lot of TV news anymore because it's BS. Um, they're not telling you the truth. They're not interested in the facts. Look at this caravan thing. My organization, BillOReilly.com, we're the ones that broke the story on who's funding it. And there's tens of millions of dollars going into that crew. Um, the big organizations, ABC, CBS, NBC, CNN, Fox, couldn't care less about who's funding it. They don't care. They don't assign resources to it. 
So I don't really learn a lot from watching TV news anymore. And the newspapers, oh, my God, I mean, they're all ideological journals now. Forever. So, you know, I got my four or five vehicles that I go to, Wall Street Journal editorial page, Investors Business Daily, things like that, where I think I can get a, a fair play. Well, it's it's not necessarily that, that we're surrounded by fake news as much as it is biased news. If you watch Fox News Channel, I, I think they've got some of the best journalists in the field, but obviously their opinion bias is, is to the right with, with Trump. Uh, if you watch CNN, I think they do a good job with breaking and live news coverage, but they're obviously slanted to the left, the same with MSNBC. And, and in, the, in the print world, uh, the problem I have there is by the time you get uh, around to reading it, it's it's outdated. Yeah, I mean, there was a survey that came out a few year, weeks ago, and it really illuminated the problem. Fox News, for example, 95% of Fox News viewers vote Republican. When I was there, it was 60%. MSNBC and CNN viewers, 90% each network vote Democrat. So in order to make money and keep the ratings up and keep their audience, the programming then goes into – advocacy for whatever group is watching you and it becomes an echo That's chamber not you're, you're not getting the uh, oppos- opposing point of view uh, yeah. because you don't want to hear it they do it on the network if you watch a three network nightly broadcast they're the same number one and number two they're all skewed left because they believe that liberal viewers are are watching them more conservative than conservative viewers so i'm saying to myself why am i wasting my time here because the one good thing about the handheld machines, the iPhones and all that, is you can get information instantly on it. Um, And some of the information is is bogus, but some of it isn't. You just have to be sophisticated enough to know. Bill, you you started uh, talking about the story you broke on BillOReilly.com about who was behind uh, financing for the the migrant caravan and the border crisis we've got right now in, in Tijuana, San Ysidro, and, and will, which will spread uh, throughout our southern border right now. Uh, is there any similarity that, that could be drawn between what you wrote about and, and killing the SS uh, and, and what we're seeing uh, from immigrants trying to get out of, of violent countries, uh, the, the Jewish immigration crisis of, what, 1931 to 39? Yeah. Uh, half a million Jews well, in Germany that wanted to get out? New York, uh, Ocasio, uh, what's her name? Uh, Cortez? Uh, it'll come to me. She made that comparison, and she said, you know, the migrants coming up from Central America like the people fleeing Nazi Germany. And it, it's really insulting if you know about the Holocaust or you had a family member that was killed or something like that. It, the people coming up from South and Central America and Mexico are poor, and they live in bad neighborhoods, and there's violence in those neighborhoods. Uh, I believe that's the same thing in the United States. Now, we don't have the level of poverty they have, but if I were down there and I were them, I'd try to get to the United States too. But we cannot, as a nation, allow 7 billion people into the United States, because in every single country, there's poor, chaotic violence, and you get on a list. We have to have an orderly process. Take more than a million immigrants every year now. Fifty percent of all immigrant families in the United States are receiving means-tested welfare. That's food stamps. That's housing. That's direct payments from the states. I mean, we have a $22 trillion debt. You know, just add it up. So there is no comparison um, between a Nazi Third Reich, we're going to kill people because we don't like their ethnicity, and the poor people in Central America. I'm sorry. There is no comparison. Is, is this caravan uh, an invasion of sorts? 
uh, of the United States? I, look, if somebody tries to break into your house, what do you call it? The police call it a home invasion. All right? So if there's somebody coming up your driveway and you don't know who they are and you don't want them on your property, but they're trying to get in your house and you call the police, the police say, is this a home invasion? And you go, yes, it is. So what's the difference with people trying to break into the United States through our border? Of course it's an invasion. Now, you got 6,000 people. Maybe it's a small invasion uh, compared to Attila the Hun who had 50,000 warriors with him. Okay. It's still an invasion. Well, there, there are a lot of people who believe that this is uh, uh, simply a test uh, of our resolve to see if our borders are weak and what, what the next uh, steps could be. Now, what this was is a bunch of far-left groups, um, and I have them all named and listed on BillOReilly.com. We got together and said, we want to break the, new, the United States immigration system. We're going to use asylum to do it. We're going to break it. Okay, because now if you apply for asylum legally, which you can do in any of these countries by just walking into a U.S. council, all right, um, you it's between three and four years, according to Associated Press, that your case will even be heard. But if you walk into the border and apply, then you have those three or four years to live here, to stay here and to disappear. They don't send you home. So it was basically, all right, we're going to get as many people as we can. We'll start with 6,000, but it'll be 60,000 next time um, to just break the immigration system in the United States so that we can have open borders, which is the ultimate goal of the far left. They don't want anybody telling people where they can and can't go. We see that in Europe. That's what the uh, EU is all about. I I think immigration is the number one national uh, security issue in our country right now, and I I don't believe that either side is addressing it properly, but but certainly something to continue to watch. Yeah, I agree with you that we should have fair legislation, but a very tough border policy that you cannot come in here unless you're documented. Very simple. But then you have states like California and New York, where I live, undermining the whole federal system. That's got to stop, too. Got an email from Paul wanting me to ask you, Bill O'Reilly, about uh, Nancy Pelosi uh, and whether or not Democrats are just afraid to run against her uh, for the speakership. What, what, what's your thoughts on that? I, I, think, I think Nancy Pelosi, a Speaker of the House, is a gift to President Trump's 2020 reelection efforts. Well, all you got to do is uh, send a camera crew into her district in San Francisco and see the hundreds of people uh, milling around and, and causing unbelievable carnage to that beautiful city. And then you say, is this the politician you really want to run the country? On the other level, people fear Nancy Pelosi in the House, and they fear Chuck Schumer in the Senate. They fear Mitch McConnell in the Senate on the Republican side. These guys can uh, do a lot of damage to your reelection campaigns by depriving you of money. So I admire some of the Democrat uh, Congress people who are up against Pelosi because they know that she has polarized the country and is not good for the Democratic Party. But believe me when I tell you that those people, they, you know, Pelosi's got their names. She's a tough customer, and um, she's not going to take that without giving a little uh, payback. Yeah, I I think those politics are certainly interesting to watch. We're talking with Bill O'Reilly, author of the current bestseller, Killing the SS, BillOReilly.com, the website. Bill, before we're out of time, your thoughts today on uh, the Michael Cohen plea deal and uh, the latest in the Mueller investigation. 
You know, I don't even cover it very much, Scott, because I don't know what's really happening, and neither do any of these pinheads on cable TV that are speculating and, and wasting everybody's time by doing it. What I do know is that Cohen pled guilty to lying to Congress about a real estate negotiation in Russia. He lied about it. That's what he did. He says he did it. Okay, fine with me. You lie under oath, you have to pay the price. Is there anything more to it? Maybe. But I don't know. So for me to sit here and speculate one way or the other is dishonest. And it just drives me. I don't even watch it, Scott. I got to tell you, I can't even listen to these people on TV anymore. Uh, the only I thing, know they're dishonest. I know they don't know what they're talking about. The only thing I find I interesting is... is it's going to come up with. Uh, I, I just... I come up with it fast. I want to know, Bill, why... why uh why President Trump refuses to take a hard-line stance, at least publicly, maybe in private he does, but publicly refuses to take a hard stance against some of the things that Vladimir Putin is doing. Most recently, naval incursions against the Ukraine. Well, he's not meeting with them. I mean, they're down there in Argentina now, and uh, Trump canceled the meeting. Um, Look, Trump is a, a guy, and you saw it in Saudi Arabia, who doesn't want you know, it, it seems he's very confrontational with the press and he's, and he's like that. But he doesn't want confrontation with Russia or China or Saudi Arabia. He, he doesn't want that. All right? He doesn't feel that's good for the country. Now, I agree with you. You got when you're staring at a guy like Putin, who's a stone cold killer, and the same thing in Saudi Arabia with the prince there. You got to say, listen, you guys better knock it off. And if you don't knock it off, we're going to hurt you. You got to do that, but I don't know whether you have to do it publicly. So I think that's what's going on. But he did cancel a meeting with Putin. Something to watch at the G20 this week, Bill O'Reilly. I'm so happy that you agreed to come back on the show, and we hope to have you on again soon. Uh, 14 hey, number one ranked nonfiction books. Pick one up for Christmas. Uh, I can say Merry Christmas. Thanks to your successful culture war over the years. I appreciate it. Thank you very much, and uh, best of every uh, season in, uh, for all your listeners in Ohio. The new book, Killing the SS, The Hunt for the Worst War Criminals in History. Also visit BillOReilly.com. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.